Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Hello, we are super excited today. You are fired up with Krista Mayshore and we have got Alicia Collins with us today. Hello, Alicia. Hi, Krista. So excited to be here all the way from Wyoming. Wyoming, you're in Wyoming. So tell us a little bit about Wyoming. You live in a super, super small town, correct? Yes. So Casper and then all the little, what everybody would call, everyone would call suburbs. We're not, we don't call them that. We just call them little towns. Um, it's, it's less than 75,000 people. It's probably about, a, about, it's between 70 and 75. So less than 75,000 people. So tell us a little bit about you. First of all, I want you to know, Alicia, she's closing around 200 deals this year. Um, she is an absolute massive powerhouse. She, she honestly works harder than anyone I ever know. I'm constantly lecturing her on not working so much <laughs> and trying to get help. Uh, she's crazy busy, crazy good at what she does. So tell us, Alicia, tell, tell us about you. Well, so um, I actually have a master's degree in reproductive biology. I um, got into sales. I was the chamber membership coordinator right out of, right out of college, right after out of my master's degree because I couldn't find a job in little old Casper. So, um, but what that, I worked there for three years and what that did is it got me a lot of connections. And um, the gal that I worked under as her licensed assistant in real estate, we have different, um, differing opinions who asked who, but I think she asked me um, to come work for her because she wanted that 20 something um, group of, clients that she didn't really, you know, have connections with anymore. So, um, I was her assistant for about seven years and I started to outsell her. So it was either I had to go on my own or she had to make me her partner. So she made me, I remember she, one day she asked me if I, you know, I think I need to give you a bonus. And I said, I think you need to make me your partner. And she said, okay. Yeah. So, you know, she, she taught me everything I know. She's, she's amazing at, she, she's, you know, a real ethical real estate agent. And so anyway, we worked another seven years together and she decided to retire. Um, and that's, that's about a couple months after she retired is when I found you actually in my Facebook feed. And I felt like maybe I had something to prove, you know, because I was on my own. I don't know. But in, in the last, what I failed to say is in the last few years before she retired, we had started building a team together. And um, that was kind of when teams just started to happen. Took us a, it took us probably three hires before we got it right. Um, and that actually that gal, Terry, is still with me. And, you know, we've, we've, we have 
different niches that were that were really great at. And we we were really good at flipping houses. Like not well, I've done some myself, but we work with a lot of people who do that. Um, and Terry's kind of followed that path, and we do rural properties and and all different all different facets. And I think we're all probably better at different things, and so we complement each other. So explain your your so the two hundred transactions. That's your whole team, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll probably be. I think we're on. I think we're on track to probably do two forty, maybe even two fifty. Okay, so two forty, two fifty this year, and then um, now that's pretty darn good. So how? Tell me about your team. Explain what your team looks like. How many people okay, are on so, it? First of all, so there's seven of us, including me. Um, soon there'll be eight and nine. We're, we're we have somebody hired, and then we're working on another hire. But um, so when I started being an assistant, I, my Carla, my boss would, she, she let me do listings and sell because she wanted me to be like really well-rounded. And so she felt that, and I agree with her that, that if you, if you aren't out, if you, if you're not listing, you don't really know what it's worth. Right. And so you can't help the buyer as well as you could be if you knew both sides. I love that. That's, that's what my, that's what my, my teammates do. So I have, um, three people, three and a half. My transaction coordinator has really gotten busy lately. So, um, that people, people that really want to work with just her. So I love that. So I let it happen. But, um, so we have three and a half people that list and sell. We have a transaction coordinator. Um, and then I have a lady who or two unlicensed people. So one of them, um, works on foreclosures and some other marketing stuff. And then I have a part-time gal who does videos, social media, things like that for me. Um, which really has taken the load off, uh, you know, the deeper I got in your program. <laughs> so you love doing your own ads and stuff, though, but you, so you finally gave that up. Can you hear me? Oh, did we freeze? Oh, oh now I can hear you. Yeah, I thought so we froze you, for a second. You finally gave up your, doing your ads. Uh, no, <laughs> I post things. I still do the ads. <laughs> you still do the ads. Okay, so I'm a control freak. I'm, help, I'm working on it, but I've given, I mean, I have learned, I, and I mean, with this new gal that I, that I just hired, I mean, I am learning to give, give some of this stuff up. And I think that you just have to have it really spelled out for those people on what you want them to do. Cause then you feel better about them getting it done. Right. Cause you know, exactly. They know exactly what to expect from you. So tell us what you're doing. What are you doing? That's working. So first of all, kind of let's, you've been in the program for uh, how long? Yeah. Year and a half. Okay, year and a half. And talk to us a little bit about your numbers prior to being in the program, what they are now, and obviously what you're projecting. Okay. So before I got in your program, I was doing a little bit of, um, I was doing video. It was just on my cell phone, transferred to um, iMovie, real basic. And I wasn't probably distributing it properly. Um, I was doing some boosting and just posting it and asking people to share it. Um, And so you working with your program, I knew exactly what to do and how to push that stuff out there and, and really focus, I don't know, kind of micro focus on who I wanted to work with. And so what that's done for me is that it's really, I mean, people now they're calling me the Facebook realtor, um, which whatever, like I'll take, what, what do you want to call me? If it's successful, let's go. But, um, and I, I feel like that is. And so what's happening is that people want to work with us because of how we market our properties, how we show up online. Um, and so we, before the year before, um, I joined the program, I think we did, or the the year after, I guess we did 6 million more. 
So you increased it by six million in revenue. Yes. Yes. What's your average price range where you are? Um, two forty. Mine's probably my mine is one hundred ninety nine or one hundred ninety thousand because we sell we we do so many flip properties. So mm-hmm. we sell it. You know, they buy it at sixty and they sell it at one fifty or one twenty or we do a lot of that first time home buyer range. Um, and that's probably. Uh, that's the other reason is because you know how much I love first-time home buyers, and so mm-hmm. that's the other reason um, that first-time home buyer price is probably in the one seventies. Okay, so six million okay. years in the first for the first twelve months more, which you know, and then this year we're in August. How much? Where where are your numbers now? So I think we're right at thirty-ish million, and um, so we're pushing what we were last year. I think maybe by the end of actually the end of August we will be where we were last year, and. I, I mean, it's because everybody sees us. I mean, they tell me all the time, I see you everywhere. Um, you're all over my Facebook feed. I specifically like that when um, my favorite competitor sees me like that. But <laughs> anyway. Um, so you're already at, at August this year at where you were all of last year, which was 6 million increase from the year before. That's, that's good. That's good numbers. Yeah. And you're hiring more people. So tell us what some of your struggles have been. I, I know what they are, but tell everyone else because everyone sees you. Anyways, what are your struggles? Um, so I think, I mean, we all struggle, right? I think whether or not you, you appear on the outside that you got it all together. Um, we all appear, I think we appear that way to others when we're successful. Probably my biggest thing is um, time management. You know, this business is all about like, what fire do I need to put out right now? you know, you have a closing tomorrow and, and the lender said, Oh, by the way, I need a roof cert and you can't find, get somebody over there. I mean, it's all of those fires that end up like kind of like steamrolling your day. Uh-huh. And I let it affect me, um, internally. And then I, I get all worked up and then it gets everybody worked up around me. And so I think that's one thing that I, that, that I have to work out and I have to work at and struggle with all the time because, um, it's just something that, I don't think it's going to change. I mean, real estate is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you do, you are busy and you're constantly busier and you know, it, you're just, every time I talk to you, you're just, I think you had 30 closings last month. Yeah, this month. I think we had a couple move, but I mean, we're close. We were close to 30. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And really you only have three and a half people. So including yourself, that's four and a half, correct? That's actually mm-hmm. selling real estate. So that's a, that's a lot going on. And then you've got the support staff. So, um, so struggling is, is time management. What are you doing? What are you, how, I know you're really into self-development and you're really into always wanting to do better. So talk to me a little bit about that. So since I started your program, so first of all, I was never coached before. I would go to different things that kind of fell in my lap. Like, you know, a class here or there. I'd go to um, the Zillow once a year. I'd do things like that. But I don't think that I realized what learning did for my like soul and my mind. And what it does is every time you go somewhere, even if I, I always say, you, you've heard me say this before, if you get one thing out of, out of a class or out of a week or out of a weekend, it was totally worth every penny you put in it. And Absolutely. so what it does is it like feeds my mind and it it like creates these, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. I got to get this done. I, I, I can't, this idea that I have is going to work and it's going to be so great. And I got to share it with other people, you know, in your group or whatever. Um, and it just lights, it lights me on fire and it gives me the motivation I need to get through like the hard times. You're a major implementer though. Like most people do not like, you know, you implement like, like no one I've ever seen. So talk to me about that. What you, 
I, well, I didn't want to say that, but I, I loved implementing for some implements too, everybody. <laughs> I'm interested in implementing too, but tell us, tell me what, where does that drive come from? How do you do that? How can you help someone that's like struggling with implementation? Well, I mean, you just got to do it. Like, I mean, you have to somehow figure out what, what motivates you. Do you, do you need, you know, a new outfit? Do you need, didn't you buy a pair of um, heels on every closing or something? Yeah. Like, when I, I was, a, when I was single, when I, when I was single and this is, you know, 11 years ago, uh, 15 years ago when I, when I became single and I made myself a commitment that every time that I have a closing, I'm going to buy a new pair of shoes. I would walk out of Macy's with like 15 bags. I'm not even kidding you. They would see me coming. They'd be like, we're helping her because they get paid on commission. And I would, you know, I sold my best year, 169 houses. I bought 169 pairs of shoes. Like I had so many shoes. That was my thing. I wanted to give myself a treat. So it helped. Uh, so now I can't fit into anything. I'm getting too old. My feet hurt too bad. So all my sexy shoes are now, you know, at the goodwill. <laughs> That's funny. But I think, I think that you have to feel what, what do you, how are you going to feel when you get on the other side of that? And I think that that's what I focus on. So I write it down. Like what, what, what do I want to happen? And I write, write it like it has already happened. Um, and I do that every single morning. And I think that and so every morning you, I know you, you set up your morning for success. Um, so you're actually writing down, physically writing down what you want your outcome to be for the end of the day. So tell me an example of what that looks like. Like what was today's, what'd you write down today? Um, well, I have two real hard deals that are closing on Friday. And so I wrote that they were going to be organized. They're almost organized. Um, I do also write, I write all the things I'm thankful for. I write all of my goals. I have 10 goals. So I write that down um, every morning like it already happened. And then, um, and then I, I make sure I plan my day out. Now, does it always work out? Absolutely not. But I think that the fact, you're, uh, a, couple, a couple years ago, I, there was a lady I knew and she was um, getting into coaching and I had a couple calls with her and I remember, so I guess I was coached for two hours before. <laughs> two hours. But I remember her telling me that if you look at your book before you go to bed, because I'm still, I'm still a written planner girl. Like I like to write all the things I have to do down. Um, before you go to bed, you look at it. And like you always say, you like allow yourself to figure stuff out while you're dreaming. I think that's, I think that's a lot, big part of it. And then when you get up, not maybe the first thing, but before you leave your house, you scan that again. Because it sets you up, like sets your mind up that, oh, I'm going to get that done. Setting your, setting your day up for success. It yeah. absolutely does. So you're emphatic about filling out your daily sheet and you're now people are going to look at you and you're, Felicia, you're, do, you're doing so much business. I don't have time. How do you have time? Because that's what I always hear. I don't have time. I'm too busy. You're busier than you're probably the busiest person that we have in the program, you know, 260, 270 deals this year. Tell me how you make time to do that and, and why you feel it's so important. So I went to a conference um, recently and somebody said, Somebody else that's busier than you is doing it. And so um, a couple of my friends that are in the program, we say that to each other. We're like, I don't have time. And it, it's the moment we say, I don't have time. The other person says, somebody else that's busier than you is doing it. And I think that sometimes you have to make sacrifices. I mean, have I missed a ton of football games over the years? Absolutely. Do I wish I wouldn't have? Absolutely. But at the same time, I want to provide a, you know, a lifestyle that, that I didn't have when, and I, I, you know, for my kids, I want them to be able to do that. I mean, my son can play football in college, um, because I'm helping him a little bit financially. 
if I didn't, if I didn't do what I did before, I wouldn't be able to do that. And so I think that, um, I think it's really important that you just have to go do it. I think you have to figure out a way to get yourself from point A to point B in the quickest way possible. And I think that coaching's that way. I mean, you have to have somebody that you keep, that you hold accountable. Um, I wasn't doing some videos. And so I thought, and I was messing around. I kept telling myself, I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna do it today. And then I put it off for two weeks. So I wrote it in, in our coaching group that I was gonna get it done. And guess what? I got it done because I told somebody I was gonna do it. And I think that you have to be held, find somebody to find, to hold you accountable. It can be, I mean, it can be another agent in your office. It can be another agent that you know in a different town that you bounce ideas off of, whatever it is. And you're, you know, I love that. You know, you're, you're busy. I see you. I know you. I know how crazy it can be. When you have those bad days, you know, how do you, how do you, what do you do? When we all have them and, and, and uh, I mean, you're, you got a lot of stuff going on. So you've got to have days where you're just like, Oh my God, I want to shoot somebody, including myself. So how do you deal with that? I don't know. I, I'm a push thruer. Like I just go, keep going, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do run occasionally and I ride my horse and I, I mean, sometimes I just have to go do that. Like I have to get out of my own head and go do something else. Um, you know, I love Rachel Hollis. So she says to dance it out. Um, and so I've done that. I've been doing that more often and it really, um, you know, gets me going. And really my favorite thing is to help someone else. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. I, mean, I already feel better like talking to you. Um, you know, I, I've had a crazy week. Um, and probably before I started this, I was a little down and now I'm not because when we help others, it, it lifts us up. It's so funny when you, so Alicia and I talked on the phone this morning, um, prior to her getting on the podcast. And I was like, Hey, can you do the podcast? And she's like, sure. So this is how it came up. And I knew that, um, so when I asked you, what are you going to do to get, make your day better? Just to let you know, I knew that when you got on this podcast and you can <laughs> see it in your face, you're already happier. You're already more you know, and so, so think about that. If you're having a bad day, quit focusing on your bad day and focus on what can I do to make somebody else's day better? What can I do to make somebody else smile? Just by doing that alone, you are going to have a better, better day. So Alicia is here pouring out her heart, pouring out her soul, telling you, the listeners, what to do to actually be more successful. And you should see her, her whole demeanor. She's the Alicia that I know. She's the Alicia that's having a good day and closing 30 deals and they all were easy. <laughs> Yeah, we all wish they were easy. Yeah. Hey, but forward. my husband, you know, my husband, all of his little sayings, you know, he always says, you can't wish for it to be easier. You have to wish that you're better. Yeah. And he has another saying that I like too, and I can't remember what it is, but I love it. I always want to change the film in the projector. I don't know. He has a whole bunch and some of them I'm like, ah, it's the, one, it's the one about, um, being, uh, like, ah, it's like you, you're never perfect and you always got to keep on doing it more. And, who knows? Okay. Anyway. I, I can't remember. I can't remember, but he has a bunch. Yes. He oh, has I love that. Bob is the best. Bob is the best. He's super likable. He's an awesome golfer too. Him and my husband play golf together. They absolutely love it. In fact, we're going to the Zillow conference. Um, and you, you already booked yours, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I booked mine too. So if you guys want to go, we're going to be there. Um, <laughs> and then, Hey, and, and I have a conference coming up in February. You all should be at that conference. You've been to the summits. This is going to be a live event, Alicia, totally different. So by the way, you're going there. You're speaking. Find me up. Yep. You're there. Um, well, and then the summit's coming up. So I know I'm super excited. Are you staying on Saturday too for it? I think so. You should, you gotta be I there. I my ticket yet. Yeah. Oh, no, Saturday. I am staying on Saturday for sure. Yes. Don't leave until Sunday. Okay. Yeah, Cause we'll for sure go out Saturday night. Yeah. Sorry about the 
side conversations, everyone. Anyway, so tell us more, Alicia. So you're, I mean, you, people look at you and they think that you're untouchable. Talk about people calling you a unicorn. You call me something else. What is it? I anyway. call you a unicorn. No, like a magical unicorn or something. Yeah, we, anyway, everyone, I, everyone I thinks that think. Alicia's a magical unicorn. I try to get them to understand she's not a magical unicorn. What Alicia is, is that she's emphatic about educating herself. She's emphatic about self-improvement and she's a doer. She doesn't stop when she falls. She, I, she calls me all the time. I'm having a rough day. This happened. Oh my God. I want to, you know, but she continues to get up. I want to hear, are you a magical unicorn? No, it's called hard work. <laughs> so what does I, hard work look like? Whatever. What I mean, my, our, our team motto is whatever it takes. So if hard work means that your client needs you to pick, help them with a couple boxes and they're your lifelong client um, because you picked up a couple boxes to take them to the next place. That's what it is. If it is buying them a home warranty, if it is, you know, sitting down with them for three extra hours to go over the contract because they don't get it. That is what it takes. It's do doing the things that no one else does. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard that. Here's another saying. Um, we have to do, we do what others won't now so we can do what others can't later. I and, love that. First of all, whatever it takes and we do what others won't now. So we say it again. So we, so we, we do what others won't now so we can do what others can't later. That's Bob and my marriage motto. But I love it. I mean, I think that it's all the things together. So um, if I, like recently I, I did a deal, it was a, a rural property and I'm a little worried about what's gonna happen in that house. So I bought a home warranty. Those people are, it's, it was like $700. But those, those people are, they think I'm like this, this rock star because I bought them that home warranty because I showed that I cared about them. And I think absolutely people will always remember how you feel and how you make them feel. Yep. I mean, I have written checks so many times over the years. It's, it's not about, you know, so many people, especially in real estate, I think they make it about an ego or about being right or about showing the other person. But truthfully, a true win-win is when both parties walk away from the situation feeling good about it. Now I, I will tell you, I fight for my clients hand, tooth and nail, but I do it ethically and I never do it to crush somebody else. So be about being a problem solver. I mean, in real estate, our goal is to problem solve. The more that we can problem solve, we're winning ourselves. We actually hurt our clients when we come across as being egotistical or trying to win. And, and you know, so the, the, the true win is a win-win for both people. And I think that there's so many times in a transaction that agents will say, well, if I'm not getting full commission, I'm, I'll bust this deal. I'm, I'm not that girl. Me either. I, want, I, I don't want to do it over. And if that client wants that house, I'll do everything I can to help them get it. I've, I mean, I have. I've let go of commissions. I've, I've done whatever it takes to get there. And I think that people know that. People know that you care. And I think that along with my magical unicorn, I come across maybe as a little harsh sometimes because I am a go-getter and I'm like, you know, kind of all over the place. I have a lot of energy. Um, but people see, th you know, people know that I care about them. They know that I'm going to go to bat for them. I always joke that um, if somebody messes with my kids or my clients, they better watch out. You always say that, yeah. And and, and uh, your clients absolutely love you. Alicia's a very hard worker. She puts uh, people before things. The things just automatically come. She definitely serves. And hear that. I mean, it, we make amazing money as real estate agents and lenders. We truly make 
We make more money than doctors and attorneys. If you do it right, you can make more money than any doctor or attorney or dentist or lawyer out there. And we have to be willing to not just have it be a numbers game, but be a people game. Make it a people game and your numbers will automatically come. I mean, I, I, I have... I have, like you, I have sold houses for free. I work with buyers for free. It's about getting the deal done. And those people will remember me and love me forever. People before things and things will come. Remember that in your business. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how I've ran my whole life. I mean, I, it's a little different. Mine's a little different. I say, I always say, I always say people before money and the money comes. Um, you don't, you don't, as long as you, they, they just know that you care about them. I mean, when you get an invitation to their baby shower, and, um, you know, I'll do anything to hold a baby. So, um, it just, it like totally warms my heart, you know, that, that you get in and we're selling a house that they have all these memories in. That's, I think that's one of my, you know, that's one of my favorite things, whether it's, they got married there or they, they, you know, their dog is there or their dog is buried in the backyard. I mean, you think about all the life cycles that occur in a house. It's pretty amazing that we get to be the one that helps them achieve that dream yeah it is it is so true you can tell that you love what you do I mean I don't think I even realized you had a master's degree in pretty much baby reproduction what was that it's well so I have a I have a I have a bachelor's in animal science and I was going to go to vet school and I realized that I was going to go way in debt so I didn't go and um and then I got a because I didn't know what to do with myself I did a I got a master's in reproductive biology which is was furthering human reproduction using a cow that is um, that's cool. the base. Yeah. And, and so, but I'm sure that when I left, it was a lab, I worked in a laboratory for my master's and I'm sure when I left, they thought, uh, they, they thought, thank God that girl is gone. She talks too much. <laughs> I don't think that. So. I don't think that at all. Okay. So tell me, um, in your business, what would you say the number one thing, the number one lead generating activity that you're, but forget lead generating the number one lead generating and client attracting not just leads but actually attracting clients that you're doing in your business very easy video 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 <laughs> okay and then so video is great but if if how do you feel about you know if everyone just does video do you think it's going to work yes because i think i mean i think you have to do more things than i i mean i think video starts it right because no matter if you're reading off a teleprompter or you're talking freely people get your personality um, yesterday, Leslie and I recorded the same thing, totally different personalities, right? I mean, she's a little more fun than me. <laughs> and so the beginning of her video was totally different than the beginning of mine. Um, and so somebody's going to be attracted to her. She's in a different town, but if we were in the same town, somebody would be attracted to her differently than they're attracted to me. Absolutely. Um, but also remember, I mean, it, you know, there's a way to actually distribute the videos so people actually oh, see yeah. them. Yes. I want you to talk about that. Explain that to me. The like Facebook or what do you mean? Yeah, Facebook. I mean, if you just post it on your business page or post it on your personal page, okay. is anyone seeing it? So, um, I, I think I, I spend a lot of time on, um, retargeting on Facebook and, um, I, that's one thing I have not delegated and I don't know when I will Krista, but, but anyways, <clears throat> so I want to, I want to know who watches my video. I want to know, are they a buyer or are they seller? How, how much did they watch? And the interesting thing is that Facebook tells you all of those things. And so it doesn't tell us who they are, but it tells us, you know, they know, Facebook knows who they are. So they can come or then we can take those people that watched however much and put another video in front of them. 
And that's the power. Now, I do live in a smaller town. So I can't do like a seven deep, you know, this person, you know, take 10% who watch this video and go to the next one. But it doesn't really matter because it doesn't matter how many there are. It just matters that you get a response, right? So if I do a, a, um, a video about buyers and then I want them to come to my buyer, my buyer seminar, then I'm going to show the second one to the, to the people who watch the first one. I mean, and I'm going to get my, the response I desired. Or maybe it's... Um, I want to give somebody a rural homeless. That's been huge for me. Um, not only am I developing a list of people who want rural homes, but I'm also getting in front of people who want to buy a house. And so some of those people did, don't really care that it was a rural home or not. They just want to buy a house. And so those people are attracted to me by me retargeting another video to them. Yeah, so you're basically giving relevant current content. So there's a stat that basically talks about when you give people content that's relevant to them and the stage that they're in, your conversion rates are much higher. So in other words, if you're marketing to senior citizens who are interested in buying in a 55 plus community, that's not going to be the same message, ad, copy that you would send to somebody that's maybe a first time buyer or a millennial. If you've got content that's relevant for a seller, you're not going to send them the same content you're sending to a buyer and vice versa. So the mm -hmm. nice thing about properly distributing video, making content that's relevant and current and actually getting it in front of people, it's very, very different. Anybody can post a video on Facebook or on, you know, on YouTube, but when you know how to actually get that video in front of people in their eyes so they can see it by the masses. So talk to me about that. What are, what's your, I don't know, you, what's your average hours watched each month on your, on your videos? Oh, I think it's like 50. You, I saw one that was 200, two, like you did like 237 hours. Oh, I, you know what? Right. I haven't looked in a while. You're right. I, that was, I think that was about a year ago. So maybe it is higher than that. I'm, yeah. you know, I've told you this before and you, you scold me, but I'm not a real big, like if I'm getting results, I'm not a huge like number cruncher. That's not ever been my forte. And so I kind of just go, if it works, I keep going. You if keep it doesn't, going. I tweak it. Yeah. Um, you and, see what she said? She didn't say she stopped. She said, if it doesn't work, I tweak it. She didn't say I stop. If it doesn't work, I tweak it. I want you to hear that. You've got to keep going. You can't just not see results and then I'll instantly stop. You've got to keep on going, keep on going, tweak, change, tweak, change, tweak, change, and boom, it hits. And then once it works, it's going to eventually stop again. So you tweak it again, learn, implement, master, repeat. <laughs> yep. So, so my rural home ad, I started it probably a month after I started your program. So it's been running for almost a year and a half. The same ad. All I've done is mess with the picture a little bit because it works. Why? I mean, if it stops working, I change the I change the picture. On we go. It starts working again. It's amazing. So tell me some things that you're doing differently in the program that you've learned that you never did before in your business. Like wh how? What eye openers have you had of things that you that are working that you didn't do prior? Um, a whole bunch. Like all of Facebook. All of. I mean, I I I really I really. My, my, the, the outcome that I, that I perceived from joining a coach was not what I got. It was like so much more. I didn't realize that it was so beneficial to have a coach. So, um, I, I followed everything exactly how you laid it out. So one of the things I did is a lead gen ad on Facebook. I've never even knew that existed. Um, I didn't really realize that if I didn't have my own website that was SEO driven, like if I used, you know, the company one that I wouldn't have SEO myself. Mm -hmm. And so that's been a big change for me. Um, I still have more work to do on that, but I mean, I'm doing that. Um, 
I never did what's my home worth. Never did any variation of that. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> I mean, and I had been in real estate 15 years for 14 and a half years. Um, so now was, you're dropping off like the CMAs. Explain that. So how many of those would you say that you're doing a week where you're actually getting seller, direct seller leads and requests? Um, I probably do about 10 a week and sometimes it's 15 or 20. It just kind of depends. Another thing we have to tweak that ad, right? You can't just run the same one and it always works because people copy what you're doing sometimes word for word. So you've got to figure out another way to get it done. Um, and so I think it's really important that you're following up those people. Um, you know that I now have a mailing list that I mail things to all those people that, um, that have requested information about selling their house even if it was just their address. I think that, and I'm getting response from people who just gave me their address, who didn't give me their name. So I know it's, I know it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely, it takes time. So, so location domination, I know you've picked up um, some business from location domination, you picked up business from obviously properly distributing your videos to your Facebook ads, through your Legion ads that you're doing, through your CMA drop off, what's my home worth? I mean, there's, you've learned a lot of different techniques and strategies, meaning we're not teaching traditional type uh, activities. Did I lose well, you? I'm like, I think, nope, I'm here. So I think you, are you, I think you're the one that says that it's, that it's, it's like old, old school methods on steroids. So yes. we, um, we do a lot of, of things like just listed. We, we send out, now we send out um, lists or I mean um, football schedules I have my, some promo stuff on the back, but I don't have any houses. I just send them out. Um, we do some coupons. We're just getting ready to order them. We should have ordered them a couple weeks ago, but coupons that are for back to school and we're all sitting in a little school bus. Um, I love that. Like that to, we want to add value. We don't want to just, just blow real estate at people all the time because it's our, our messages. This is about, this is about, you know, the relationship we have with you. And so if, if that's what it is, then it needs to be not always real estate. Absolutely. So you want to be anything real estate and community related. When people think real estate or community, they think Alicia Collins. And I would absolutely say that that is the case. I mean, you pretty much are the mayor of your town. Yep. And I think that when they think about um, rescue dogs, they think of me too. <laughs> explain, explain why I know I would tell everyone. So right when, right when I started this program, Krista said, hey, you guys need to figure out something you do every week. Um, and it hit me that either I was, going to I was going to be the crazy dog lady or I needed to figure out a way to help find homes for these dogs. So I- have uh, like 27 dogs. <laughs> I have seven. <laughs> I met some, with somebody with more than that the other day. So anyway. she's like that crazy cat lady that has like a hundred cats in their house. That's Alicia. So I was like, you need to get rid of those dogs. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're like my kids. Um, my naughty kids. So anyway, um, so I go to the humane society almost mostly, mostly every week. And again, if you're going to say you're going to do something, you got to do it weekly. Um, I think that I get busy and sometimes skip a week, but I should not do that anyway. So we do a pet of the week, Alicia's pet of the week, and we've adopted, I don't know how many. Um, over the over the year and a half that I've done it and we also they, they give us like um, I don't know access early access to the puppies so we'll do videos of the puppies and we'll start them when they will start the ad on Facebook I spend probably a couple hundred dollars a month um, promoting the pet of the week on Facebook um, again that 
I mean, I don't, I, people can tell if you, if you fake it. I'm not faking it. I love those dogs. Like I could take, I, I always say, oh, somebody better come get this one because I'm going to end up taking it home. You know, I mean, people see, people can tell if you're faking it or not. So, so pick something that you're really passionate about and it creates a lot of things. It creates, you're helping that um, nonprofit. You're creating goodwill in the community. You're um, motivating people to help the Humane Society. So last year we did um, pictures with Santa and you could bring pets or kids. They've always only did pets. Um, and the interesting thing is they've never made as much money as they made with us. And I think we could have doubled it, but they were, they, they micromanaged it a little bit. And this year they're like, Alicia, we're just going to give it to you. Whatever you want to do is what you want to do. And so, it's so um, and it's so fun. It's so fun because you get to touch all those people that bring their dogs in. It's great. If you're, so if you're watching this, you can see this, but if you're listening, you, you got to see Alicia's face right now, just absolutely light up. So, I mean, she loves animals. Obviously she was, she has a bachelor's in veterinary. She was going to be a vet. Um, and, and she loves what she's doing and the community loves it. I have this program called teens lifting lives. And basically, um, when you called me, I was doing my, my teens lifting lives. We're on week five. And that's basically where I, I, we, I think we have 60 kids in the program right now, 60 kids, 62 kids. And they have to read a book with me. Right now we're reading Millionaire Success Habits with Dean Graziasi. They have to commit to being drug and alcohol free for the eight-week program. They have to commit to meeting with me every Wednesday from 6.30 to 7.15 a.m. via Zoom. They have to commit to doing one random act of kindness a day. They have to commit to one whole day a week with no phone, no social media, no nothing. And they, and they love that, actually. And one hour a day of no phone, no social media. And then they graduate with me and they get this certificate and I pay them $750 each, right? This is money that I've, it's, that I've raised. It's, it's all from a nonprofit that from money that I make, I just put it in there. And then they have to give $250 back to some, to a local community, like dog shelter, homeless shelter, ch children in need, foster kids. So I'm teaching them how to have, to learn how, what reciprocity feels like. And by doing this, I never, ever wanted to, I didn't do it for any other reason than I was actually reading the book, Think and Grow Rich with, you know, Napoleon Hill. And he talked about how in the school systems, and I used to be a teacher, so in the school systems, they're lacking kids learning how to, you know, have critical thinking and how to, you know, learn that they can do anything and everything they put their mind to. And that if they were taught these critical thinking skills, that they would be more successful. And so I was like, oh man, he's right. They don't teach us because I was a teacher. Then he goes to talk about in this book that you're going to have this idea. And when you have this idea that you just need to act on it. So I remember this is a true story. I was naked, blow drying my hair in the bathroom and I had a listening appointment to go on, on. And it was like nine 30. The appointment was at 10 and I draw, I put the blow dryer down I was like, this is the, the thing. The book is speaking to me. It's telling me to do this. So I, I went to the computer. I wrote up Teens Lifting Lives. I'll pay you. At that time it was $1,000. Give me $1,000 to come and do this. And I wrote up all the rules. And I, and I said, I'm going to do this as long as I can, as long as I can afford to. This is my commitment to my community. I want to help kids. Boom. And I hit go. And we had over 50 kids join that, that, that first, um, that first program. We did it three years, three, three times that first year. And, and we've been doing it ever since for it's about two, two or three years. I think, I think it's actually three years. Cause I just got a Facebook reminder, huh? Three years, Kaylee. Yeah. Three years. And so when I did that, all of a sudden this lady's like, Hey, I want to, um, do an article for you with, of you in the paper. I'm, this is awesome. I was like, no, 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 don't do that. I'm not doing this because I want any recognition. I don't want, people to think I'm doing this because I want them to, you know, work or sell or buy with me. But it's come to that point where people will be like, we love your program and we're hiring you just because of that program. I'm like, really? And I haven't even told people about it. You know, I'm, you guys are learning about it. But I mean, when you, 
show reciprocity, when you do kind things, when you're when you give back, when you pay it for, and you're passionate about something, the effects from it, it did you can't help but do more business, right? So Alicia's dogs, Meyer, Meyer kids. We have other people in the program that are doing dogs or adopt a street, right? We've got Kim Runshaw. She's got the adopt a street program. You know, so what is your passion? Find what you're passionate about and go and pay it forward. And don't do it because you, you know, you want things, but the things will come. People before things and things will come. As Alicia says, not money first and money comes. It's the same kind of thing. Yep. I just went on a tangent there, but... <laughs> Well, and I, I mean, other people have started. The, so Julie got a listing from, from actually doing the pet of the week. I mean, it's, it's amazing what happens and that's not why we do it. We do it because we want to help those sweet little dogs or cats or guinea pigs or, or, whatever or kids <laughs> or streets. Yep. Or whatever so, else. People are just doing, I mean, in other words, it, it absolutely works. So find out what your passion is, find what you love and go back and pay it forward. Okay. So, I mean, you've just given us so much information, but you're, you know, not everyone is, is like you, you are this energetic person. You're, you know, you're just a driver. You're driven. Like you're definitely a high DI. We probably have very similar disc profiles. So what about the people that are listening that are not like that, like you, and they're not like me, what is your advice? So I always say, pick one thing. I mean, if you think about if you just did one new thing until you had it, like until it was intrinsic in you, like you, you just knew you could do it with your eyes closed, whether it's a market update every Monday or, um, or a pet of the week or something like that. Just pick one thing and go all in. And then when you're comfortable with that, pick another thing and go all in. And I think that if somebody, if you just picked picked one thing every, I don't know, a couple months, it would, you would be shocked at what it did for your business. Don't you think Krista? I mean, Oh, absolutely. And you always say that even, you know, you, you, even when you go to the summit, you say she's been to some summits four times and she keeps coming back and she's like, look, I get one thing each time at that one that I'm happy. If I can just get one thing more than I learned the last time and I actually implement it. But here's the thing, everybody, you've got to understand that you can learn as much as you want. You can be in front of the best trainer teacher in the world but if you don't implement and stick to it you don't do anything it's not in the learning it's in the implementation and if you continue to implement you're going to be that much better later on but if you don't implement you can't be the better version of yourself learning is amazing and it's great but the implementation is truly the key so picking one thing and then learning it implementing it mastering it and then continuing to repeat it and not picking up anything new until you've really, really mastered that thing and you're, you're doing it, then you add to that, but you don't stop doing the first thing. And if you want to continue to be in this business or whatever, you're a lender, you're a realtor, you're a local professional, the way that you're going to get there is by continuing to do one thing all the time and adding and not stopping and then adding help. So you're, you've actually, you have help now. You're finally, finally, my God, hiring help to help you because you are growing and, and you're doing so well. How what was that process for you? Because you like to do it all. You're a, you're a do it aller. Yeah, I don't, I don't love that. I mean, I don't, it's hard to hire. It's probably something that, another thing that I struggle with. Um, I don't love to, I, you know, some people love to manage people. I don't, I just want them to, I'm just, I just want to do the right thing. And so I don't, that's the part that I probably don't like about it. Um, but I think that back to the implementation thing you said, when you go somewhere and you learn something, because I've been doing that for a year and a half, like gangbusters, we have a group of people that we met yeah, in this program and we travel, we go to like, I don't know, every other month we do something together. 
that we learn. And so when I, even when I come home from a summit that I've gone to before, I write five things, this past one that I went to, it was 10, but five things in order of importance of things I'm going to do when I get home. And sometimes you guys, they're easy. Like one from um, a couple weeks ago was every single time I do a transaction, I'm going to send the person flowers. Now, how hard is that? I'm going to send them flowers at their office so that people, you know, so, so they have something that makes them feel good, but people say, oh my gosh, that your realtor sent you flowers. And um, that is something easy to implement. So it doesn't have to be this, like, I think people think that the implementation has to be something huge and grand, but it can be one little thing that changes the course of how people appreciate you. Don't you think? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Just, just one thing, showing appreciation. So, and we need to wrap it up here. Sorry, I went off. Anna. There's, there's a stat and it talks about, and I, gosh, I don't, I'm going to say, say the numbers wrong, but if you can just in, keep your clients happy, like the clients that you currently have, and then stop having to generate new clients because your clients are happy, your production rate, it's 20, it's like 20% to like 95% will increase how much money you're going to make your production, right? Based upon keeping the current clients you have happy and not leaving you. And then not having to remarket to existing ones. So that doesn't mean we don't want to remarket to new clients, but it means that we want to appreciate the clients that we have and make them feel important. People will remember how you make them feel more than everything else. So make them feel important. Another thing that we just, we talked about is that if you're messing, if we all know real estate's messy, right? You're dealing with um, all these different parties and they screw up. And then of course, sometimes people blame you for their screw ups. If your clients feel appreciated, if they, if you're recognizing when you get them as a client by sending them a small gift. You're recognizing when you go into escrow, send them a small gift. You're recognizing when contingencies are removed, send them a small gift. If something falls or breaks or a piece is missing or you make a mistake, when they know that you've cared and you've recognized their, what, what you're, what's going well, they're not going to be so apt to just say to fire you or to be upset. They're going to forgive you more. If you don't make your clients feel special when things go wrong, they're not as easy to forgive. So make them feel special. Okay, so Alicia, we're tired. I'm so, working on something kind of like that. So as well. Yes. Well, we're, we're yeah, we, we are too. I'm gonna I'm gonna you we're on the call. I'm gonna show you this cool yeah. thing I've got doing. Yeah. I'm super excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so thank you. You have been amazing. I love your energy and attitude, your willingness to share, the fact that you're rocking it out and just such a doer. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. Any advice or words of wisdom to people that are listening? Just go do it. What what is it that you want to achieve? Write it down and map yourself, map it, how you're going to get there. And then, and then you just got to put it in, put it in action, implement implement what you want to do. I, I, I love it. Anything you put your mind to. I love it. Okay. So you heard that everyone just do it, just do it. Now what here? And I know some of you are thinking, well, that's really easy to do. You know, I, I'm too hard. There's too many things. I just learned from Dean Graziasi, D O S dangers, opportunities, strengths, okay? So anytime you have an idea or something that you wanna do or a business that's something you wanna implement, there's something that holds you back. Think about, write out the DOS. What are the dangers of it? What are the opportunities of it? And what are the strengths of it? And what you're gonna find is that the opportunities and the strengths will almost always outweigh the dangers. However, most people focus so much on the dangers or the what ifs that they don't ever get to the opportunities or the strengths. So DOS it, right? D 
DOS that Dean Graziasi taught this to me. It absolutely works. You've got an idea you want to implement. Don't let fear hold you back. Just do it. Write out the DOS, the dangers, the opportunities, the strengths, and put it into action. Take massive action. And do not quit when you fall. Alicia, you've been amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you so very much. You're a rock star. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit the ultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and be sure to check out kristamayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.